someone asked me, do you need any help? But this person and I had a disconnect. And it really triggered me, I'll tell you. And you can probably hear it in my voice even now. And that's, that's a long time ago. But it still has an impact. And that's why I'm telling you the story. Because after that question was asked to me in that situation, it got me thinking. Well, when I asked that question, do you need any help? How is it perceived by others? What do I really mean? In today's episode, you'll hear me talk a little bit about what I learned about myself and why the question, do you need any help, may not really help at all. And in fact, as a leader, instead of helping your teammate when you ask that question, it may actually hinder their progress. Welcome to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast, where it's all about connecting people, mobilizing them for action, and delivering results. In each episode, we'll talk about how you can boost your career by mastering fundamental career skills so you can lead with kindness and confidence. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Greg Herod. Welcome to this week's episode of Connect, Mobilize, Deliver. Thanks for joining us today. It's good to have you here listening. Today, we're going to talk about the question, do you need any help? Which on the surface sounds like a great question, right? Well, let me tell you a quick story. And it's the reason I'm recording this episode. I'll explain why here in a minute. Quite a while back, and this is a non-work story, this is a personal story, I was involved in a major project. I mean, working late at night into the early morning, trying to get this project done, And it was a major pain. I was given everything I had to get it done, to get it done on time. And someone asked me, do you need any help? Which again, on the surface, sounds like a great question. The problem was, in my opinion, the person asking me should have already been engaged in the work. It was actually their problem too, their project to be completed. So really the question wasn't, do you need any help? It should have been, at best, do we need any help? But this person and I had a disconnect. And it really triggered me, I'll tell you. And you can probably hear it in my voice even now. And that's that's a long time ago. But it still has an impact. And that's why I'm telling you the story. Because after that question was asked to me in that situation, it got me thinking. Well, when I asked that question, do you need any help? How is it perceived by others? what do I really mean? In today's episode, you'll hear me talk a little bit about what I learned about myself and why the question, do you need any help, may not really help at all. And in fact, as a leader, instead of helping your teammate when you ask that question, it may actually hinder their progress. And as a leader striving to lead, to serve with kindness and confidence, that's not what you're after. It's not what I'm after. So to make sure we're actually helping our teammates when we offer that that assistance, we're going to explore some different interpretations of the familiar question, do you need any help? But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about why we're asking, do you need any help? Let me get some things out in the open here. First of all, this conversation may make you a little bit uncomfortable because you may not like knowing what really goes on in my head sometimes. So brace yourself for a challenging, 
but I hope beneficial discussion that will take us deeper than we typically go, maybe in some of these conversations, when we hear the question, do we need any help? Okay, so you ready? Let's start by considering our motives. I mean, our true motives. Think about that for just a minute. What's your real motive when you ask someone if they need help? I mean, do you really want to help them? And, you know, your answer probably is, well, duh, that's why I ask. Of course I want to help. Well, let me give you my answer, and maybe you can hear my hard swallow, and here comes a little bit of vulnerability. The embarrassing truth is, my motive isn't always that I actually want to help. When I ask, do you need any help, my motive may not be what it should be. So how do I know that? Well, because a part of me, maybe a big part of me, is kind of hoping they say no. And that causes me to realize and to admit to myself, and now you, I guess, that sometimes I really don't want to help at all. And if I really wanted to help, you know, I'd be disappointed if they said anything other than, yeah, I sure do need some help. I'm really glad you asked. But that's not always the case. True, sometimes that's the case. My motives are pure. But if I'm honest with myself, too many times they really aren't. I don't know your story or your motives, but that's where I'm coming from today. As we talk here today, I'm not going to get into the deeper psychological factors that might be driving me, maybe driving you, to have those motives that are really more focused on myself than on the one I'm offering to help. You know, that's an ocean of content to swim in that I'm not sure I can survive the waves that are that big. In this conversation, we'll just stay in these calmer waters of considering how others might interpret the words when we ask, do you need any help? So back to that motive thing, I do have one recommendation based on my experience, and that is to reconsider asking if you don't really mean it. If you don't really want to help someone, it's usually best to not ask them if they need your help. That may seem like an obvious tip, but I I know I've not always followed that advice. And when I've offered to help without being sincere, and then the person accepted my offer, I found myself helping them. I mean, I did help, but I had a terrible attitude. And you can guess how that turned out. It wasn't good. So for the rest of the conversation, let's assume that we've got our mindset right. We really do want to assist a teammate or someone in our life. Let's talk about whether the question, do you need any help, is always received as we intend it. And from my experience, I suggest it isn't. So how might the question, do you need any help, be received by others? As you know, being a good communicator, that requires us to take into account not only what is said, but how it might be received. So let's talk through some possible interpretations of this very simple question, do you need any help? And each one will highlight why there are better ways to ask, do you need any help? And then we can talk about those here later. And in this conversation, I don't want to put words into anyone's mouth, so I'm just going to share my own experience and perspectives. One interpretation of the question, do you need any help? is questioning my competence. Depending on who's asking me, I can sometimes interpret this question as communicating 
a lack of confidence in my ability to do the job, whatever job it is that I've been asked to do. This interpretation, for me, might come when I'm feeling insecure about the work I'm being asked to do. Or it might be when I'm intimidated by the person asking me the question. For instance, the person might be my manager, or it might be a person I really look up to, but I'm kind of unsure of where I stand with them. I don't know their opinion of me. And the simple words, do you need any help, from a person like that, that might trigger my inner voice, you know, that self-critic, and it might interpret things differently. So what was said is, do you need any help? But what I heard is this. Obviously, you do not have this situation under control. I've asked you to do a job, and you clearly cannot get it done. It's time for me to step in and assign this work to someone who's competent. Or maybe I just need to do it myself. That's pretty harsh, isn't it? But the reality is, those inner voices I have, those self-critic voices, they can be brutal. They are interpreters that are just harsh and rough and I hope inaccurate, mine are particularly nasty and discouraging to me at times. I'm not sure about your inner voice, but that's kind of how things go in my head sometimes when I'm doubting myself. I'm sure the person that's asking the question didn't mean any of those things that I described in that interpretation. But with only five words to go on, do you need any help? My mind and my inner critic joined right in with those feelings of insecurity, and it created this exaggerated, discouraging narrative that was playing in my head. So in this case, an offer of, do you need any help, didn't help much at all. And that's not on the person who asked it, but really on me. Another interpretation of, do you need any help, reveals a disconnect regarding ownership. And I kind of described this in the story earlier when I started this episode, But being asked the question, do you need any help, has sometimes shocked me. And that was the case, as I was telling you earlier. What was said was, do you need any help? But what I heard was completely different. What I heard was something like this. What you're working on is your problem, not mine. I can help you a little if you really need it, when it's convenient for me. But as far as owning the task and getting it completely done, dude, that's on you. And I think what happened, the use of the word help caused me to think that this person didn't have a sense of ownership in what I was doing. They viewed the task as something they had the choice to be involved with. It wasn't a requirement. So after mulling that conversation over in my head as I was working on the project at two in the morning, I realized this person and I likely had a disconnect in our thinking. We weren't aligned on our roles and responsibilities in the project. My interpretation may have been accurate, or I may have been completely wrong. But clearly, we needed to clarify. We needed to to discuss it further. But until we talked, honestly, my productivity took a big hit. I was angry. I was confused. I invested way too much mental energy in trying to figure out where this person stood based on the simple question, do you need any help? Those five words, innocent enough, hindered my progress instead of providing me with support just because of the way I interpreted 
or misinterpreted, the words. The question, do you need any help, could also be interpreted or misinterpreted as asking me to do more work. And just so you know my background, seeing work to be done and doing it is something I've been trained to do my entire life. Maybe you listened to my episode with my dad. Such a privilege to have that interview, that conversation with my dad about how he's run a business for 51 years. But growing up, working in a business, we were trained to see work to be done and then go do it. And I'm not always consistent doing that, but it is the approach that I take because I've had some really good training from my folks. But not everyone's been trained this way. They haven't developed the skill set to analyze the situation and then recognize what needs to be done next. And sadly, I forget this sometimes. I can be critical and judgmental as a result. So here's how this interpretation goes. So what was said? Do you need any help? What I heard? I want you to stop what you're doing and show me what needs to be done. I don't want to invest the mental energy required to think through how I can help and make a suggestion. I just want you to tell me what to do. Let's be fair. My interpretation is negative, and it's unfair, but it does include some truth. When someone asks you for help, you have to do some work to respond with ideas on how they might assist you. For many leaders who struggle to delegate or they may struggle to trust others, maybe that's you, maybe that's me, an answer of, thanks, but no, I've got it. That's our default. And often that reply is not best for them or for our organization overall. So asking the question, do you need any help, can trigger an interpretation that doesn't lead to working together and getting more done for the team or as a team. So while that interpretation may be unfair and overly judgmental and critical, the outcome of that dialogue that started with, do you need any help, isn't good for the team. It isn't good for the person either. Another interpretation of, do you need any help, is really wanting to help. Because by now, you you may be ready to stop listening. You may think, look, you're all about training leaders to lead with kindness and confidence, about connecting people, mobilizing them for action and delivering results. And that's all I think about when someone offers to help me. You're probably thinking, what a jerk. Well, valid point, and it could be an accurate assessment of my attitude at times. But to be fair, I'm only sharing my negative interpretations in this conversation so far. I've got positive interpretations too, trust me. I'm not negative and judgmental all the time, too often, but not all the time. The reality is, I am blessed to be surrounded by many, many people who ask me the question, do you need any help? And they mean exactly that. They care for me. They want to support me however they can. And I know most of the people asking me that question, they really, truly want to help me. The truth is, though, if I at times have the negative responses that I shared, others might too. And unless you work with perfect teammates, which I'm sure you don't and I'm sure I don't, the people that we offer to help They might interpret the question, do you need any help, in ways similar as I do. And that's why I am sharing where I'm really coming from, so we can have more empathy 
and understanding when we ask someone, do you need any help? And they have a response that we don't expect. I do recommend that we learn better options than just asking, do you need any help? And I've got suggestions on that. I'm going to save that for next episode. So we don't have, we don't get too long on this conversation today, but I do want to make a quick comment about how we interpret and listen to what we hear. My, I think honest, hopefully authentic and transparent confession that I made in this conversation of my personal and honestly pretty unattractive interpretations of this five-word question, do you need any help? It reinforces a critical truth. How we listen to what people say to us is important. And how we interpret the words that enter our minds is even more important. I've learned over time, over my career, over my life really, that testing multiple interpretations of a set of observations is a critical leadership skill. And I learned a lot of that from the Kansas Leadership Center, tremendous resource here in Wichita, Kansas. There's a book, Your Leadership Edge, which I highly recommend. It's an excellent resource. I'll put links to where you can get that. I'll put that in the show notes. And also managing our self-talk and reframing and dealing with our inner critic, that's another important leadership skill. And I go to the work of Brene Brown and a lot of others to learn more about that. I found that Brene Brown's work has been really meaningful and valuable in my career and my personal growth. As I said, in our next episode, we're going to talk about some better options than simply asking, do you need any help? But for now, here are some things that you can go do right now, this week, before next episode. If you're envisioning yourself responding in a similar way to the way I responded, or maybe your teammates might respond in a way that, that I shared that sometimes I do, here are some actions you can take this week. Take some time to think about who in your organization might have a reaction similar to any of the ones that, that I shared. And consider other interpretations that the people you want to help have when you ask, do you need any help? I'm sure those aren't the only ones. Those are just some that I've personally had and wanted to share with you. Then spend some time and some thought to identify relationship dynamics. You know, those things that might cause a negative or an inaccurate interpretation of that simple question, because taking those steps will really help you develop empathy as a leader. It'll help you understand where your teammates are coming from, give you a deeper understanding of their perspective, and then you will be better equipped to lead them. Whatever project you're working on, whatever task you have before you, you'll be better equipped to mobilize them for action and deliver results. And I think by taking those few actions, by taking some time to think about who in your organization might have the interpretations that I had, thinking about different interpretations and then those relationship dynamics that are involved, after you do that, listening to next week's episode where we talk about some alternative questions... I think you'll be even better equipped to do that. So those are your action items for this week after this, after listening to this episode. I would give you one more, if you would please. Would you share this episode just with one person in your life, maybe a coworker, maybe a colleague, share it out on social media. Just share what we're doing here at Connect, Mobilize, Deliver and this episode in particular 
and get the word out. My goal is to reach more and more people with these messages, get the dialogue going, so we can have more kind and confident leaders in our world. So if you would help me do that, I would greatly appreciate it. You can share from your podcast listening app. You can share from the webpage, gregherod.com slash deliver. You can share from there. You can subscribe there. Once you do the share, go ahead, rate, review. That also gets the word out. So think again about the question, do you need any help? How it might be interpreted? And then get ready for next week's episode where we talk about some alternatives. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, let's lead with kindness and confidence. Thanks for listening to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast at gregherrod.com or on your favorite podcast app. I'm your host, Greg Herod, and I'm glad you're here. I hope you're enjoying the show. You're getting practical tips and strategies to help you boost your career. If you are, I would love to make sure we stay connected. And the best way to do that is through my weekly emails. Just go to gregherrod.com and sign up using the big button in the upper right-hand corner of the page. And once you do that, please check your inbox or maybe your spam folder for a confirmation email. With one click in that confirmation email, you'll have instant access to email me directly. That's an important step in the process because if you don't confirm you want my emails, I won't send you any. The last thing I want to be doing is sending spam. But once you click the button to confirm, we are directly connected. I read every email and I'll do my best to respond soon. You can send me your thoughts on what you want to hear on the podcast. Tell me how I can make it even more beneficial for you and other listeners. I absolutely want to hear what you have to say. So go to gregherrod.com, click the Get My Weekly Emails button so we can stay connected. Thanks so much. That's it for this week's episode. I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Until then, let's both keep leading with kindness and confidence.